Welcome back to another episode of the Fit El Cofino podcast. Happy Valentine's Day or happy delayed Valentine's Day. I'm recording this episode on February 14th. And today, you guys, I thought it would be really, really important for us to discuss standards. So in this episode, I'm going to be going through standards when it comes to self-love for yourself and what you should allow in your life, kind of like setting your own standards for things that, yeah, you're going to allow into your life. But then also we're going to be talking about standards for relationships and friendships that you allow into your life. Because these two things in particular have been very, very common things that clients come to me and they they don't realize that they need, that the problem is coming from not having standards, but they come to me and, you know, often things that I hear is they feel insecure. They ask like, oh, hey, Alicia, how have you been able to become so confident? If you feel like you, again, struggle with just insecurity, confidence, you're not really leading the life that you personally want for yourself your life, your friends, your environment, it isn't really what you would prefer or maybe had pictured and you're not really sure how you went down that path. We're going to be talking about it all today because one of the most important things that you can do for yourself to start off if you really truly want to improve your own personal confidence, you guys, is you have to sit down and start setting some higher standards for yourself and the things that you are going to allow into your life. It doesn't matter if you are 21 listening to this podcast or if you're 55 years old listening to this podcast. It is never too early or too late to set new standards for yourself and what you are going to allow into your life. And so the first area that we're going to cover is going to be standards for your own self-love because I always tell clients this, if you don't know, if you don't have like any standards for yourself and how you're going to be treating yourself, speaking to yourself, all of those fun things, you, whether you know it or not, are not going to be able to have any sort of standards for the relationships and friendships and how you even allow those people to treat you in your life. Because think about it. If you are talking shitty to you about yourself and you're like calling yourself names, you're calling yourself fat, you're calling yourself too, too skinny. Uh, you're calling yourself disgusting. Let's just say, or if you have a business, you're a coach, you know, listening to this, if you're telling yourself like, damn, I'm just never going to make X amount of money. Like, God, I don't know. Like, what I'm doing wrong, or gosh, no matter how hard I work, like I can just never achieve the things that I want to. If you are feeding yourself those things every single way, like it's no wonder that we have the reality that we currently have. And I'm going to be going into the importance of self-talk and everything, especially when it comes to self-love, because this is one of the most underrated things that you can do for yourself if you truly want to like accelerate yourself towards your goals. And that was a huge thing for me personally, you guys, over the last seven months, I was definitely, especially if you are someone who has a really good work ethic and you're a business owner, or you're just really passionate about the job that you have, um, anything like that. 
if you feel like you have like a very, you know that you have a very strong work ethic, but you just feel like for some reason you can't hit the goals that you want to, and then you get frustrated and you spiral and you just feel stuck. Now, first of all, there's always like, I'm not going to say like strategy, especially when you have a business and everything like strategy and making sure you have a plan is like definitely needed. Um, Maybe second sales, maybe second marketing, like this isn't a business episode, but what I see oftentimes and not, and this is something that I was doing to myself and I didn't realize the big effect it was having was, yes, I was putting in the work and I was working my ass off, but because my mindset sucked and I was constantly feeding myself negative thoughts and just like negativity saying that, oh, I'm never going to be able to achieve this. Or if I didn't hit like my revenue goal for the month, like, oh, I'm not, I suck. Like I'm not working hard enough. This, this, and this. When in all reality, the answer wasn't to work harder. It was to have changed my mindset and change my thoughts and actually start believing in myself and putting in trust to the universe. And I used to hear people say that all the time, like, oh, you need to like write down affirmations. You need to have a positive mindset. You need to, you know, just talk good to yourself. And it's kind of like, yeah, 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 whatever. Like, yeah, I know that's important, but I just never did it. I was just like, yeah, it's kind of some woo-woo shit. Not really my thing. Um, But I had an incredible mentor that I worked with this past, um, this last year. And I worked with her and she was fucking amazing. And she actually literally had me dive in to changing my mindset and changing my thoughts and journaling. And I'm telling you guys, I cannot emphasize this enough. When you are putting in the work, when you have the thoughts and you change your mindset and you actually start believing in the things that you're journaling, believing in the things that you are affirming and you're, you're putting that down and you're actually putting in belief rather than just, you know, journaling or just skipping it in general and then you put in the work with it after everything starts aligning it is totally insane I don't care if I sound woo-woo at all anymore because just over the last seven months especially if you guys have been following me on social media and I also did a podcast on here um, highlighting some big areas like for instance the last yeah seven months I was just like okay had to count that out there on my fingers the last seven months since putting in the work and actually changing my mindset and then keeping my work ethic. I have to, I have to like express that because at the end of the day, guys, I'm not saying that you write down affirmations and then your life like magically changes. Like, no, you have to know what your goal is, what you're calling in, having these new standards for yourself, putting, putting in the work. And then you, you can, you will achieve that. But for me over the last seven months, when I have changed my mindset and maintained the amount of work that I was doing every single day, quite literally, I've had so much change in my life. I completely flipped my entire business and I love like flipped it more to personal development I still do fitness coaching. You guys know that I've mentioned, but I have my fitness app now that I do that I've always wanted to do. I created them and launched that. I do a lot of personal development now and embodiment coaching and business consulting. So completely freaking love my business and what I do on an, on an everyday basis. Completely exploded the spicy site and everything. I have a whole podcast on that. If you're interested, go listen to that. Uh, I completely got 
debt-free. If you guys missed that episode, it was posted a, a few episodes back. So you can literally see it if you, if you scroll through past episodes and I go through the entirety of how I did that, but got to, got to be debt-free, um, completely changed my entire finances in general. And just so much has happened. You guys in my social media following completely has, in my opinion, exploded. Some people wouldn't think growing up to like 11.1, 11.2K followers is a lot, but I literally had, I think, like 3,000 less than seven months ago, and now I'm at 11.1K. And I guarantee you, yes, it's work, but I have no doubt in my mind if I hadn't changed my mindset, these things would have for sure never happened. And you guys, I've been trying <laughs> to grow my social media following for, I've been posting on social media since I was like 16, 17 years old, fitness content. And I just had gotten, and I'm 23 now for reference. So three, so about like five years. And then finally this year it went up and it all has to do with mindset. So I want to put that in for like a little bit of like motivation going into this because I've been hinting that self, self-love and self-talk, self-talk especially is super important. Now, the first step that you need to do when you look into this is you just need to start evaluating and becoming more consciously aware about the things that you're saying to yourself on a daily basis. And if and when you do have negative thoughts, negative beliefs, whatever it may be, come up, when do they come up and what specific things are you saying to yourself? And I want you to write these down and um, write them down in like a journal because this is a super important part. For instance, I told you guys when I didn't hit a revenue goal just right away. It was just like, oh, like I'm a piece of shit or like, <laughs> okay, maybe like that that one is kind of not a good example for like re reaffirming and stuff. But it was, I looked at it as like, oh, this is so hard. Like I'm never going to be able to make, let's say like $20,000 a month. I'm never gonna be able to hit my goal of 20K months. Like it's just never gonna happen. So what you can do is you can write that on a sheet of paper, like, you know, and put the limiting belief, put it in like quotation marks. So it's not like you're writing it down as like a fact, but write down that thought. And then what you need to do is you need to reaffirm and rewrite that affirmation. And so you need to rewrite it in a positive way. So rather than thinking like, oh, I'm not good enough to hit 20K months, you could rewrite it and say, I, I am more than enough and money flows easily and energetically my way. Does that make sense? You could add in the 20 K if that's like your specific target goal, or you could say, you know, like, um, another really good tip here too, is writing things as if they have already happened as well. I think that a lot of people, when we have goals, we're like, I want to make 20K months. That's cool that you're writing down the goal. And I love that you're doing that. But there's a more effective way to call in to creating the goal that you want. So if it's the 20K months again, you can rewrite it and you can say, I am so freaking, I would like journal about it, almost like a diary. And I'd be like, I'm so excited that I hit a 20K month. And you're saying it as if it has already happened. When you're making vision boards or you're writing out goals for the year, you guys, this is something I highly recommend that you do too, that you write it as if it has already happened. And one thing that you can do even 
as like, and if you haven't, again, if you haven't set goals for the new year, definitely go do that. Um, or you can reevaluate and you can like rewrite your goals after you listen to this. But what you can do is this is something I have to do in the beginning of the year. So 2023, I, uh, you can write a letter to yourself and you can tell yourself everything that has happened in 2023. And you write it as if, again, like I said, it has already happened. You can just be like, oh my gosh, I continue working on my business. I can't believe that I hit 30K, uh, 30K month. I got to do this, this, and this. I had all these opportunities come up. And again, that is the best way to do it rather than like, oh, I hope that I can hit this. Or I really like to hit this. Because when you put that energy out into the universe, you guys, that is going, it's still like, not scarcity, but you're just not showing the confidence that the universe needs to help you bring it in while you continue to put in the work. If you're putting in the work and you're like, yep, these things happened. Energetically, if you read any personal development book, it says like by law, the universe needs to bring it your way. You have to believe it though. You have to put in faith. And it's fine if, if in the beginning, you guys, when you do this, it's hard for you to like fully invest into it, but the more that you do it, and once you start seeing the opportunities, the small, like small rewards, this and that, and you start seeing the thing come into your life, it gets easier and easier. So totally promise. So that's on kind of like the goal setting side. I was hitting really heavy on there when it comes to self-love, you guys, um, it's the same thing when you rewrite those affirmations. If you're constantly telling yourself, oh, I'm disgusting or, oh, I'm fat or, or I'm ugly. Or yeah, you're like putting on clothes and an outfit in the morning and you're like, oh, like, God, I look terrible. You need to start writing those things down and rewriting them into positive affirmations. So then in the morning, when you hear yourself and it's like default and it comes up as a thought or, you know, something that you say to yourself, you can correct yourself right away. Something else that I really like to do with clients is when they're in, um, usually they get dressed like in their bathroom or maybe in their room and there's a mirror and I have them hang sticky notes on the mirror, putting the positive affirmations instead. So, so then they can see those when they get, when they get dressed and when they get ready. And then they're reminded that, oh yeah, I'm not saying crappy stuff about myself anymore. I'm actually going to remember to call myself beautiful, to remember to call myself worthy. And again, I know it can be super hard. This can be hard for even like some of my fitness clients and stuff in the past. It can be hard in the beginning, but you are re literally, quite literally like rewiring your brain. So then it will get easier and easier and easier over time. And then on top of that, you guys, if you're putting in the work to work on yourself, you're working on your, um, your physical health, your mental health, everything, you're going to start to feel so much better too. And that's where it is going to be a heck of a lot easier as well. I don't know if you guys can hear me slurping. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just like, I need to sit my coffee there. I'm, I'm on a roll right now. <laughs> okay. So that's the first thing that you need to do. You need to set like rewriting affirmations, you guys talking to yourself in a different way, not allowing yourself to call yourself ugly, to call yourself stupid, to call yourself unworthy. That is setting a new standard for yourself and what you're going to allow in your life. It's a complete game changer. If you're allowing yourself to call yourself shitty things and just like, not control your thoughts or your mindset or anything, you have pretty low standards for yourself. And then on top of that, that's probably a huge reason why 
you're allowing crappy relationships and or friendships to be in your life because you don't when you don't feel good about yourself the universe whether we like it or not sends people into our environment that are completely like us like attracts like so if you don't have good energy in yourself and how you're feeling you're going to attract other people that don't feel good about themselves and that aren't happy with their life and that who call themselves fat or who call themselves this this, and this now i'm not saying that you have to be like okay after i listen to this podcast like i can never talk to those people again like that's definitely not what i'm saying however i do want you to start evaluating the people and the energy and your environment that you are constantly surrounding yourself with and i think that people don't do this often enough and it, it it can quite literally be a game changer. I'm going to share um, a personal story here. So I shared this actually on my Instagram because I had some questions on an anonymous Q&A about a friendship breakups, how to, or like how to know when you're outgrowing friends and this, this, and this. And I had a situation here in Nashville when I first moved here to where um, I actually ended up separating myself from like an entire friend group of like five, six different people or wh whoever many. And it's not because those people are, are quote unquote bad people or this, this, and this. They're not bad at all. They're awesome people. But for me, it wasn't the energy that I wanted to be surrounded with. It wasn't the lifestyle that I wanted to live for myself. And that just comes down to personal preference, goals everything like that. Like we all know everyone can't get along with everyone. Like we all have our different groups. We all have our different personalities and stuff like that. And maybe you vibe with a specific friend group or someone, but they don't have any desire to like achieve big goals, let's say, or stay on track with eating healthy or just have good standards for themselves like we're talking about right and this is where I do want to say like you don't have to cut that person off because I almost think it's it can be kind of nice to have friends that um you use not use because that sounds terrible right I don't want to use people but you have friends for like different categories of your life so you could have a friend that you're like you know when it's Sunday and I just want to sit down on the couch and Netflix or it's like you know rainy day and I want to do absolutely nothing or I want to go out shopping and shop until I drop sort of thing um and you just want to like do activities or maybe like hey I want to go chill like it's a summer day I want to go sit on the porch and like have a drink and chill like this is the person I'm going to call because they're they always bring good conversation they're always like a fun time this this and this and then you have another person to where it's like oh if I need relationship advice, I'm going to call this person because I really value their input in relationships. Or if I need an opinion on finances or like something with your job, like I'm going to call this person because I value their work ethic. Like, I think it's really important to have like different people in our life that we can go for different things. However, what I am saying is for the people that you know, as long as they're not really damaging on your mental health and the goals that you want to achieve, I don't think it's bad to keep them in your life, but just be more consciously aware about how much energy you, how much time and energy you're spending with them. 
Because if you're always hanging out with that friend that wants to sit and watch Netflix, you know, talk shit or talk drama about people, and they want to go through a bottle of wine every single night and this, this, and this, and that's all they really want to do, and you're spending all your time with them, over time, over the next few months, you're going to slowly become more and more and more like them. And then six months down the road, you're gonna be like, holy shit, what happened? You know, like what it's just it's crazy how much our environment shapes us I totally saw this with myself with um, my hometown before I moved out of it my hometown was really small and it always scared the living shit out of me you guys to see people I talked to someone I can't remember when it was or where I was but I was telling them that I was gonna I was looking into moving out of my hometown and everything and they were like oh yeah you know I said the same exact thing and you know, then five years, I just got busy and started hanging out with these and these people. And now it's like five years later, and I'm still here. And, you know, there's not, I'm not banging on, you know, bashing on staying in your hometown or anything like that. But my point is, time goes by really fast. And if you're not being constantly surrounded by the people that are going to help you level up and evolve and grow, you are going to become the next person in that circle who just sit around and are unhappy with their life. And that's why, especially over the last seven months, I've become very, very, very picky on who I put my energy around and hang out with. It doesn't mean that you're snotty, you guys. It doesn't mean that you think you're above people. This is about having standards for yourself and where you want to go with your overall life. This is the same thing with relationships too, as well, like romantic ones. It is so important to have a partner who is going to push you and is one that is going to have the same, if not higher standards for themselves and the people that they want to surround themselves with as well. Because if you're someone that you really want to work on yourself and you want to evolve and grow and achieve all these goals, but then you have someone that doesn't really want to do any of that. Um, maybe has like smaller goals, kind of just wants to live a simple life. Again, nothing wrong with that. You guys just have different standards and different goals in your life. And it's going to be really hard though for you guys to not butt heads, if that makes sense on stuff. And then you don't want the other person to feel like they are compromising the life that they want to live. Um, for the other person and being unhappy and having resentment towards you unless they're you know actually fine with compromising and it can just cause again a lot more arguments too as well um, especially with fitness clients it can be really difficult in the beginning if I'm working with let's say um, a female and the husband doesn't want to start his health journey so uh, in a lot of cases, you know, my client will start going through her journey. She'll get amazing results. She'll lose five, 10, maybe even 15 pounds. And then the husband's like, holy shit, my wife be looking damn good. Like I want to get like hopped on this and, and get started. And that's awesome. But it can be very difficult if, you know, you're starting on your health journey and then your partner doesn't value health at all. And then it becomes something that's very, you know, important to you. Now, again, I'm not saying that, if you care about your health and your husband doesn't, you guys need to break up. That's not what I'm saying at all. Um, I guess what I'm saying is, especially for people who are maybe just getting into a relationship or anything like that, these are the things like you should be really thinking about and making sure that you're not compromising your standards for yourself and your health and your mental health for anyone else at all. Your health and your mental health 
should be the two highest things that you keep, if not the highest standards on. And I think that most people, if you have really high standards for those two things, that's a really attractive quality that a lot of people are going to value. And if they don't value it, you probably don't want them in your life too, as well. When it comes to, this is the last thing I'm going to say about like the relationships. This could go for a romantic relationship or it can even go for um, a friendship. And that is, are you constantly pouring from an empty cup? For people who, for instance, this is going to be for people who you maybe feel like you're always there and you give 110% or 200% of your time and your energy for a specific person. And then you kind of feel like they give you 50% back or nothing really at all. Um, this can be really hard for people who are people pleasers. And that is like, I just, I just put up some of the videos sometimes. So I was like, I'm putting my hand up right now. Like that was me is I love to help people and to be there for people. I feel like, dude, if I hadn't went, like if I wasn't born to just have my own business and things, I would have went into psychology 2000%. I love how the brain works. I love how people can have like, just like any mindset or just thoughts or life issues. And I'm like, oh my God, I want to help you. I want to be there. But this caused me to sometimes be like really pour my cup into someone. And then I don't really get the same amount of energy back from them. And then I feel like I'm pouring from an empty cup. And that's not fun at all, you guys, because over time you, you'll just be spinning your wheels. And then all of a sudden, maybe some of you guys are going to be able to relate to this. You feel, you could, oh, there's a variety of different a variety of different emotions you could eventually feel very annoyed by this person and you could feel like um because once you start to feel that you're pouring from an empty cup you could like almost resent them in a way and just be like oh my gosh I just I feel like they're using me and then once you start thinking that they're using you every single time they ask for anything even if the intention is pure you're going to be like oh my god they're using me again and this is and this you could be angry and like annoyed with them you could feel sad because you just want to feel that same amount of love and emotion from them. Um, you could just kind of start to feel like you want to isolate yourself because you don't want to bring up conflict and you don't want to say how you feel because then you're like, oh, it's going to cause like an argument and this, this, and this. And so it causes a shit ton of issues is what is what I'm saying <laughs> is when we have a friend and we, or maybe we feel this way, maybe the friend like we know that person, we know that they, they love us and this, this, and this, and they will always want to be here from, for us. So they probably have no idea, but when you start feeling those emotions, you guys, and you continuously start allowing that to happen in your life, the standards for your friends and like their access to you is going to completely go down. And then you're going to start feeling taken advantage of used this and that, and it's not going to be fun because it's going to start dwindling your relationships. And if you keep letting it go on and on and on and on one day, this is what's going to happen. One day you're either going to completely blow up on them and they're going to be like, holy shit, you're going to blow up. And it's going to be like weeks and weeks or maybe even months or years at worst of resentment that just came out. And they're like, holy shit, what did I do? Like, they're going to be like, holy crap. And it's all going to come out and it's not going to be good. 
or you can have a conversation with them. And I think a third, like, okay, option C, so to say, could be that you start kind of like distancing yourself from them and you don't really talk to them as much because <laughs> as humans, a lot of us, we try to, again, avoid conflict. And then we just think, oh, maybe if I like tiptoe around and I like maybe start, stop talking to them, I can avoid it. <laughs> Someone's relating to this right now. I'm totally calling you out because yeah, I know, I know people, I have friends that are like this too. And I mean, maybe that works, but then a lot of people, especially if you're close to that person, which if they're coming to you pretty often, I'm going to guess that they're pretty close to you. They're probably going to notice that you're distant, right? And they're going to be like, hey, I see that you're kind of, I'm kind of feeling like we're growing apart or we're distant. And they're going to call you out on it. And then it's really going to come down to like, what are, what are you going to say? Are you going to, some people try to, will try to deny it and just say, no, it's fine. And then guess what? They're going to try and take advantage of your time. Again, they're going to come at you and you, it's just going to be an overload and then you're probably going to explode one day. Or again, that leads back to option two, which is you can have the conversation with them, which you definitely should because having that conversation and having that time with them is definitely going to help you. It gives you an opportunity to set boundaries. We love boundaries. I haven't done an episode on boundaries in a while. You guys have to let me know if you want to hear that boundaries and you can just tell them again we are not accusing someone of anything right that is the biggest mistake most people do um when they're talking to someone about an issue that they're having we accuse i've been really bad about it in the past where we're like you're doing this wrong or you made you know you made me feel this way and this this, and this and kind of like we're pointing fingers that's what i'm doing right now i was saying that pointing fingers at people we're like you're the bad person and here's why instead I want to reframe this and this is something you can do for any argument or any conflict that you can do you tell them how you feel and you use you start the sentence with i feel because we're not blaming we're not pointing fingers you can even start i've started sentences before where i'm like i know you intentionally would never want to hurt me and, or you would never want me to feel X, Y, and Z. However, over the past few months, or however, when this situation happened, it really made me feel blank because blank. So it could, it, it made me feel really hurt because da, 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 da. So you insert your feeling because then you're telling them how you feel. You're not saying like, oh, like you caused you did this or you did that. You're saying, hey, because this event happened, like it made me feel this way. And I really wanted to tell you because I know we're close friends. I know that you value this relationship as much as I do, this, this, and this. Um, or if it's more of the situation to where um, a friend has been using you for a long amount of time and you just know in the back of your mind that it's just not really becoming a healthy friendship for you anymore. It's okay, guys, to take a friendship break. And I think that people tend to think like, oh, you know, you either have to be friends or you have to break up and never talk to them again. That's definitely not true. Friendship break breaks, which you can actually search on therapy websites. I don't have the exact one, so I can't cite it, but you can just, you know, Google that crap and it will pop up. Friendship breaks. It could just be that you guys take a couple weeks, take a couple months, or maybe you kind of explain to them that you kind of need to be a little bit more distant in this time frame because you are feeling X, Y, and Z like we talked about. 
And again, if they're a friend that really cares about you and truly loves you, yes, it's going to be a hard conversation and it's going to like their feelings are, I mean, it should be kind of like hurt, shock, surprise, whatever. Um, that will come up because it shows that they care. So they should, right? Yes, that will happen. But at the same time, they're going to understand and want to give you the space to grow. And so again, don't feel like you either have to have this person in your life or you don't. You can always just tell them that you're needing a little bit of space in your life right now. And especially if you're in like, you're trying to achieve really big goals, aspirations, and they are directly holding you back from doing that. And they're being taxing on your mental health. You just need to be honest with them. Again, you're not telling them, you're not pointing fingers and saying, you're bad for my mental health or you're causing my mental health to be bad. No, don't say that. That's terrible. You need to speak with, I feel. So don't say, I feel you're ruining my mental health, but you could just say something like, I feel, you know, well, it kind of depends on the situation and like what they've done in the past. But I feel like you, you guys get the point. Like it's just bringing up, you can bring up specific I would highly recommend bringing up specific, <laughs> specific scenarios from the past, especially if they are, you know, from a week ago or a few weeks ago and you never brought them up. I would highly recommend bringing up specific things and just being like, you know, I didn't speak up on this in the moment because maybe you thought you felt fine or it was okay. And then you had more time to sit with it and process it. And then it made you feel upset or it made you feel sad, this and that. And then you can explain from there that you just kind of need more space. It doesn't mean that you guys, you know, aren't friends or you can never talk or this, this, and this, but you just do need to have your own space. And then you can set, and then if they, you know, if they don't really change and they keep like reaching out or trying to bother you with the same shit, then you can kind of just set some more concrete boundaries from there. But just being honest and having those talks, you guys, because once you do this, and maybe it is, oh, last thing I want to say on that, Maybe you do need to cut them out forever too. And that is totally fine as well. And you kind of just need to have a friendship breakup. The people that are in your life that have been close with you the past couple of years, just because you have been friends with them for a really long time does not mean that you need to be friends with them in the future. And I think that's a hard pill for a lot of people to swallow. But if you are leveling up your life, you're setting new standards for yourself, you're doing this, you're doing that, you're feeling good. And those people aren't, and they're tearing you down. Maybe you're, maybe you're going into the next phase of your life to where they aren't really a part of it, right? So take some time to sit with that. If that's like really resonating with you, it's probably because it needs to happen <laughs> or you're thinking about a specific person as I said that and you're like, shit, like this is really hitting home for me. So I want to say that there and uh, leave you leave you guys with that and just be more selective with your time who has access to you? Because once you start doing that, you set boundaries for those people in your life. Your confidence is going to go up for yourself and where you spend your time, your energy, kind of like I was saying where I was at now, you're going to be more selective on the next person that gets to be closer with you because the best thing that we can do is we can learn from our own experiences and what we've been through, right? And so that's going to be huge as well. And yeah, I'm looking at my notes right now. I'm like, the last thing I had on here was if someone starts abusing your time and energy, it's time to set some boundaries, have a hard combo and stick up for yourself, sister. Also, it'll help build your confidence and self-love for yourself. So think guys, 
You don't need to do all of this stuff at once because I know I went through like quite a few different perspectives and things. However, I think you should definitely start with, like I said, don't start with the relationships, start with upping your own standards for yourself. Because sometimes when you do up your own standards for yourself and you start investing more time and energy into personal development, this and that, you might easily weed out the people like, and you start becoming more distant and distant with them. Like it might organically happen itself. I've definitely had that happen. And sometimes again, people just don't want to be involved with other people who want to work on themselves and grow and invest in new activities. And that's totally fine. But, and we need to start in the beginning of the podcast, they talked about how you need to start with yourself first, because if you don't have good standards for yourself and how you're talking to yourself and the thoughts that you're having, how you even expect to bring in the relationships. And so start with yourself and do those affirmations, be more self-aware of your thoughts, hang up sticky notes if you need, start really truly working on yourself and raising your standards the next couple of weeks. And then if you can feel that you're feeling really good about yourself, but then you can feel that your energy is off or you just feel upset when you're talking to a specific person, or maybe there's a relationship that you're in and your significant other is just like, not vibing with you and you've been feeling that way for a while, but now it's getting worse because you're working on yourself and you're achieving things, then go into relationships and having those hard conversations and setting new standards for yourself and the people that you're going to evaluate in your life. Thank you guys so much for listening. Give me some feedback. Please feel free to like, comment, subscribe on the podcast. Let me know if there's a specific topic or personal development thing that you want to hear. I was really thinking about doing a Q&A sort of thing every now and then to where you guys can ask me personal development questions or like relationship issues or anything like that, even like business questions. And then I can answer them on the podcast here. Let me know if that's something you guys would be interested in. And I will see you guys in the next episode.